Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. Well, we are talking spring sports and a track event specifically in Washington, Iowa, that I am told is the, the second biggest track event in the state or somewhere in that range with uh, Andy Kretzinger of the Southeast Iowa Union. Welcome to the program, Andy. Thanks for having me. Okay. Well, uh, Tell me about this event at Case Field yesterday in Washington, uh, hosted by the Washington Demons. That is, uh, what's so prestigious about it? And uh, talk for a couple minutes because I got to run downstairs and come back up. Yeah, no problem. Well, it's, you know, it's the uh, last night. It was the 2023 Steve Roth Relays, and um, Steve Roth is the very uh, noticeable name. Uh, you know, he's, he's been the uh, Washington Demons boy track coach for a long time. He was actually a Mount Pleasant Panther back in his high school days. And uh, so, as you guys hear my dog barking here pretty soon, Washington hosts this boys uh, boys track meet. It's always one of the earliest ones. Uh, that and the Columbus Early Bird, which is earlier this week. Um, and it's got a, a bunch of uh, small schools, a bunch of big schools, a couple of really big schools like Iowa City High and Cedar Rapids Prairie come down. So, you get a little bit of a mix of uh, of the different kids that we cover uh, um, running against each other. It's a, it's a boys meet, but it's a big, so it's not a it's not a co-ed meet. Sometimes the co-ed meets are a little bigger, but there's so many teams that come out to this. It's one of the bigger meets, uh, definitely at the beginning of the year. Well, was there a dog track involved in this deal? I'm hearing some dogs in the background. Yeah, uh, yep. Uh, I hope he gets pretty excited for. Uh, well, he gets pretty excited for track, but he's really excited for is I've got my I've got my lunch my. Uh, my Friday meatless lunch from uh, Taco Bell. Just ordered anything that didn't have any meat on it. So. Oh, that's cool. I do that too. Yeah. I do that yeah. too. So uh, I was uh, eating, I mean, the cheese quesadilla here, and he was mad the that I had Cheese quesadilla, huh? Yeah, he's mad Whoa, that I had See, I'm always interested in what you're eating. And I think my, inter- my, my listeners, from the feedback I get, might be more interested in what you're going to order at McDonald's than uh, – what you're saying about sports sometimes, but uh, yeah, well, you know, Lent, Lent's tough on me because pretty much all I eat is is meat uh, based uh, products. But uh, these little cheese quesadillas get me by. But uh, Opie, uh, my dog thinks that if I haven't given him a bite, he so he runs to the window and pret- pret- barks like he's I don't know, like he's saving the house or something. He thinks I'm going to reward him with uh, with a cheese quesadilla, which I won't. So. Well, I can't say that uh, eating fish feels like a punishment to me. Yeah, I know. I, Lent really hits me hard for me because fish, I just I just can't really do fish. I can do shrimp sometimes, but I'm more of a meat guy. So uh, so I, I usually go ramen noodles or uh, 
or a cheese quesadilla. Well, that is that does make it tougher. You your sac your uh, sacrifices will be uh, uh, more appreciated by the the Lord, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. Is is they are much greater for me. It's like, oh, you want me to eat fish? Thank you. For me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, back to the track. Um, yeah. And this, like you say, this is a um, there are like sixteen schools involved here. What's going on with all that? I think there was. Including JV teams, because a few JV teams run. There's 27 on the standings, but I'd say school-wise, somewhere between yeah, 15 and 20. Um, and it's it's all over. Um, so the so they score it. They score it in uh, I believe in A, B, and C. So three different groupings. Um, and so you know maybe you get fourth if you're from you know Danville or something, and you get fourth overall. But the the kids above you were from bigger schools. They're classified a little differently. But um, the overall point standings uh, were won by uh, – Mediapolis had more than anyone. They had uh, 171. Um, and then the team that I would have picked to have the most points uh, before the meet started would have been Columbus, and they were number two with uh, 168. Columbus, uh, fresh off a state indoor win a couple weeks ago, uh, they look like they might be the, the team of this year. We remember New London last year, and they would just – Go, go to track meets, and if they had all their guys, you know, run their best events, they would cream everybody, and you kind of got the feeling that they'd be pretty good at state, and then they won state in boys track, and um, I think Columbus is kind of in that trajectory a little bit to where they uh, they dominate the, the um, running events, they've got really good field athletes, and so, uh, but really it's the, the sprints um, for Columbus that kind of have, uh, have uh, you know, you, you look at the guys they have and you're like, oh, man, they got a lot of potential points later on when, when conference and state qualifier and all that stuff comes up. Yeah. Uh, um, well, uh, area teams, mm-hmm. you know, who did well? Uh, talk to me about some of the, the standouts for the schools, you know, maybe a single event that they've got good or or just let us know what's what track events. Uh, do each schools have strong candidates in it and what's going on there? For sure. Well, for Zavia, back to um, um, Columbus, you know, they've got uh, Miller and Amagon and Jeff Hoback last night won the, uh, uh, what is this? I'm looking at the the 100 uh, meter dash. So they've got the sprinters and they've got some good uh, field athletes. Um, New London, who won state last year, who wasn't at the um, thing last night, has some sprinters too. So that'll be a, a, a cool little. A matchup uh, between those two when they when they go at it. Um, among the big schools, you know, Washington got fourth in Class 3A boys last year. They have Elijah Morris back. He's the two-time defending 400-meter dash champion. They have um, Braden Hartman, and, and also Elijah is one of the better 200-meter uh, um, dashers around. Uh, and then um, they have Brayden Hartman, who's a thrower, who got, well, I think, second and eighth last year in, in the discus and shot. Um, so he's, uh, you know, I talked to him the other day, and, you know, he, his goal is to win a, a double state championship. So um, they'll get a lot of points there. They've still got some great distance runners. Micah Reese was a uh, was a state qualifier cross country. Um, so they're, they're pretty uh, loaded as far as um, the area, bigger schools. Um, I think their, their top competition in the Southeast conference will probably be Mount Pleasant. Uh, Mount Pleasant got second last year. They have uh, Will Davidson, uh, a senior at Mount Pleasant is um, good enough to qualify for state in you know, a ton of events. Um, but he's one of the, uh, he, he um, is one of the best hundred uh, 10 hurdlers. 
100 dash, uh, 200 dash. Uh, Will was a 200 meter dash finalist last year. So, so Will Davidson of Mount Pleasant and Elijah Morris of Washington will have some battles this year in the 200 meter um, dash. And uh, why don't I go ahead and scroll through and see if they are both running? Of course, the thing with track is. Uh, the, the best kids don't always run. You, you just run different events. You know, you don't always run your best uh, events. So last night, um, Will Davidson uh, earned 10 points from Mount Pleasant. He, he won it, uh, but it does not look like uh, Morris ran the 200 last night. And then Caden Amagon won it for um, Columbus. And then Anthony Isley, uh, who we remember from football season from, from Mediapolis. So Mediapolis has got some sprinters. I know we don't technically um, uh, cover them um, too closely because they're not a union area team, but uh, Waco's uh, Ole uh, Stefanczyk dominated the discus throw last night, 141 feet, 2.5. Um, so I, that was kind of an eye popper a little bit. Um, he got he got some big points. Uh, Caden Allison from Fairfield had a nice discus throw too. Uh, he he had six. He, he earned six points Cut for the, the Trojans. What was that? Oh, nothing. I just uh, um, was thinking about something. What, oh, what? I got gotcha. you. And then I was going to say Isaac Gerald from Mount Pleasant, uh, 122.05, was right behind um, um, Ole in that, uh, um, in that throw. So, so the area's got some good throws. You know, the area is just really good at track, honestly. Um, from the small schools to the big schools, uh, we've got good throwers. We've got good um, hurdlers. Um, we've got good, you know, long-distance runners. Uh, it's, it's kind of a... Uh, it's kind of a uh, area that we really excel at. But uh, back to Braden Hartman from um, Washington real quick. Uh, 55 feet 6 inches on his shot put last night. So he launched it. He won by um, over 6 feet. Um, uh, Gerald of Mount Pleasant was second. So that's a that's definitely a potential state champion uh, from this area. I think Washington will have uh, a lot of points, uh, as I said, from him and um, from Elijah Morris. Uh, Winfrey Out Union's uh, Cam Buffington. Won the long jump last night, uh, 20 feet, 10 inches. He's, uh, I believe he's eclipsed 21 this year. Uh, so he's one of the best long jumpers in class 1A. He was at state last year. Uh, Mount Pleasant has a couple of big long jumpers that didn't jump last night, and uh, Davidson and Aiden Trong, but they, uh, they've both cleared 21 feet, I believe. Um, so it seems like in every event, there's somebody in the area that is a, uh, a going to be someone who's at least, uh, if not, competing for the you know the state championship and a final somebody who could who could likely um um compete for it yeah it, it does sound like now track is a big deal in southeast iowa isn't it i mean uh, uh a lot of people follow it don't they yeah i would say so you know i'm from south central iowa and i would say the southeast iowa is more of a track centric um area i think in the spring so, some areas are more you know soccer is the a sport for the spring or some, you know, maybe golf, maybe. But um, track is definitely the number one sport as far as uh, the attention it gets and how many kids go out in Southeast Iowa by far. Um, and so that kind of, so in fact, it kind of frustrates some of the other spring sports coaches sometimes because some of the better athletes that could be good at, you know, their sport end up going out for track. But track teams are just stacked. Like, there are so many kids that go out for track. For I mean, it's from the big schools, our bigger schools that we uh, cover to, to our smaller schools. So, I mean, we had... We had the New London boys win the Class 1A state championship last year. We had the Washington boys get fourth in boys. Uh, we had the Mid-Prairie girls win, and, and um, they are always um, in the running for a state championship on the girls' side. And the Mid-Prairie boys uh, have had some teams get pretty close, too. So, um, And what Pekin won state in Class 1A or 2A just four or five years ago. 
Uh, so uh, everyone seems to have their time to compete for the state championship of track. It's about, you know, other sports, basketball, baseball, whatever. You, you go, you don't see the kind of consistency that the track where we have a lot of teams that can compete. Well, uh, speaking of Pekin, uh, Nathan Piercy tells me there's a freshman girl at uh, Pekin that's some kind of a phenom. Do you know anything about oh, her? Oh, distance runner. What's right, it's a distance runner? I think so. He just said she's she's a, a freshman and she just can, you know, she already, or she's a freshman last year maybe and just really knocked out a bunch of wins and, and stuff. Yeah, let me see here. Um, it's been a while since cross country and we haven't had a peak in one year, but let me get a, uh, let me get this. Uh, what, when is here. cross country? Is that fall or spring or what is that? Cross country is in the fall. And, um, Please. And yeah, uh, if I could just have this, uh, for some reason, my email is having trouble um, loading names on here and I'm blanking because I said her name all the time in cross country, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that I, uh, let's see, Iowa High School, State Cross. But it must have been track, though, because he was talking about track. But. Yeah, but I assume he's talking about their distance runner, hmm. um, who, uh, who it was, you know, you kind of see it, you kind of see it um, as the cross country season goes on. Those same kids are the same ones that stick out in the because in track you have the sixteen hundred meter run and the thirty two hundred meter run for boys and then for girls you have fifteen hundred and, and three thousand and um, and so uh, so those kids that you watch in um, cross country in the fall usually are the ones that kind of stick out um, so if I can I'm just kind of bringing up the uh, um, state meets to remember our um, our big class one a and two a um runners here let's see where is my pecan chloe uh chloe glosser is that who he was talking about might have been she got 31st at the state cross country meet so pecan's just all pecan is just a running school i don't know maybe it's because they're um maybe it's because they've got more back roads around their uh school or what but um pecan boys and girls uh, pecan had a uh sprint medley state championship in girls last year um so of our teams, you know, Pekin's probably top three or four as far as the schools that bring home the most uh, from the big meets. So um, they had a really awesome boys team a few years ago, and their distance runners, a lot of them all left. At, you know, they all graduate at the same time, so it kind of goes in um, circles. But, yeah, that's that's another team that usually gets a lot of success during track season. Well, uh, Hunter uh, Muller covered uh, uh, this event uh, uh, as uh, you guys alternate different events and things. But uh, – uh, he also, I uh, want to thank him for the courtesy of the picture that he sent me uh, from over there. But you have covered this. And the uh, uh, way I understand, the events start about 3 o'clock in the yeah. afternoon. And the results and everything aren't put into the paper and stuff until like midnight. Uh, uh, what? I mean, man, that's a massive event, isn't it? It is. Track me. So the secret, the secret I always say to keep your... Uh, brain going during track season because we cover so many track meets and sometimes it just feels like you know you go to a track meet and it's it's long and it's hours and hours long uh my favorite is to talk to some of the parents that have kids who will run one of the earlier events of the day and then they also run the end of the event so the so they're literally just sitting around hours waiting for their kid you know and if it's a if it's a 400 you know a 200 or 400 dasher or something like that then they're only running for a minute so it's it's interesting how long people um, will wait around, but uh, yeah. So we run, but you know, during the spring it's so busy that usually what happens is I run out to the tennis meet for a while and take some pictures, 
And then I run out to the track for a while and you know, get over there. If there's a soccer game, I'll run and try and catch the end of that. So we're usually on our feet a little bit. But um, luckily, uh, um, websites like, uh, I think it's Aspie Meets and these um, these little uh, websites that put PDFs of the results in and you they just kind of score as the day goes on. And then it just sends you the full results, which is really nice. Cause so then we have, like I had the results last night by 10, 14 p.m., which couldn't have been, you know, an hour after uh, the, the relays were over. Well, I know you don't have a whole lot of time, uh, and thank you for, for covering this event for me. Uh, but uh, in what time you have remaining, what, what time you can spare, uh, let our listeners know how they can follow spring sports through the Southeast Iowa Union and uh, uh, maybe some events that you're looking forward to or, or some highlights uh, that's coming up that we could look, look into. Yeah, for sure. Well, you um, always um, either buy a subscription or just grab a paper. We like to just, you know, buy a subscription as, as the, the cheaper way in the long run. And uh, we're covering sports. Uh, spring sports are going to be in the newspaper. It's basically going to be 100% local for, you know, two months or however long um, it takes. We cover um, track, golf, tennis, soccer. Um, and we've got some good teams in, uh, in each of those. And uh, it's Monday through Friday. Uh, the, usually if there's a track meet on like Wednesday or uh, let's say a track meet on Tuesday night, it'll go on Thursday. It's a day late um, to the paper usually. Um, but in spring, that's no problem because we got plenty of stuff to put in from every day. So um, you can also watch our um, sports show, which is moving now to Tuesdays Ooh. at one o'clock. It used to be Wednesdays at two o'clock. Well, and you can watch on it's on Washington Live's YouTube and Mount Pleasant. Fairfield and Washington Live Facebooks, um, and you can watch that live at one o'clock on Tuesdays, or you can watch uh, back watch it on YouTube or Facebook or whatever. You can always replay it, and we talk about local sports. And right now we're having some fun with the NCAA tournament um, while the local sports took a little bit of a break. Um, and uh, our Twitter is at Union Sports Page, um, and so we usually try and you know if I'm at a soccer game, I'm trying to tweet out the goals as long as it's not freezing cold and my thumbs aren't. Uh, frozen off early in the spring uh, so we try and get, keep you pretty updated on that twitter as well and we always link our show to that so um, that's pretty much it monday through friday paper and um if you're in the washington mount pleasant or fairfield area they, they we still have um offices in all three of those towns so they're all all three right on the square basically so pretty easy to find it's really you the early guys got it going on over there and uh you know what i think a little earlier start and uh Tuesday's a great day to do it because uh, you will have time to, uh, a lot of the stuff is Friday night and maybe yeah. some weekend stuff and maybe even uh, catch a Monday event or something. Uh, and yep. then uh, Tuesday, you'd have all the time to compile that information. Plus, uh, you'd be able to look ahead to the next week and uh, uh, get that Friday information out a little day earlier, you know? Yeah, I, I will. it'll be a way better when, uh, like this fall, when football starts. Because having it on Wednesday, it's kind of a midweek, and we we're kind of stuck within. We we're kind of stuck between um, whether we should focus more on recapping what happened on Friday or previewing what's happening on the next Friday, which is only a couple days away. So Tuesday will only be a couple days off of um, all the the major events on Friday. So it'll be, you know, we'll we'll, we'll be closer, and um, and we have a new studio um, here in Mount Pleasant. Uh, the first episode um, will be this week in the new studio, which is a little closer. To the actual homes of myself and Hunter, um, and so uh, it's a little easier that way too. We're not driving um, back and forth uh, an extra time to Washington to to get the 
thing done, and we probably will probably be able to do some more fun stuff because it's closer to home. So you know, uh, yeah, we're excited about that. And like what you're you're putting out like the same the same thing as something that's on demand. You know that you yeah. can listen to anytime. The sooner you put it out, the sooner you you've got time. So exactly. Well, uh, thanks for being with us, Andy. Yeah, thank you for having me. Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs.